Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome. Welcome on in. Hello. And Merry Christmas, everybody. God, this week, Santa comes. (laughs) Can I just... And he has sex with us. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're left with little mini Santas that give us presents. Can I just say, point out, I think I'm a bit of a Christmas Grinch. I don't have a Christmas tree. Oh, mm. you're mo- you've just yeah, moved. Yeah. Like you're moving house. Like it's a bit intense. I must say, it's been a. I've been living out of a kind of a suitcase, but then also out of like a bedroom for a few years now. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to get my actual house furniture out of storage, set it up in an apartment, and then this time next year get a fucking tree. Oh, have do you? I don't know, but I've always don't take for granted that you can set up a tree. P.S. If you're listening and you've got a nice tree and you're yeah. looking at it. Not everyone can do that. All my mum, every year, every year that rolls around, she rolls her eyes and it's like, oh, as if it's some chore. It's like, no, enjoy the process because I think it's a pretty cool thing. Like I've never, I don't think I've ever put up my own Christmas tree. Oh, no, I, I did, did one year. I used this, yeah, there was a secondhand tree, but then we had to throw it out when we moved. I put so much pressure on the first year I was living out at home with my boyfriend. Like, it was so fun. Yeah, there was and like, then- Zane and I, the first year ever we've been able to have a tree. And we, I was laughing because I'm like, we didn't have, we didn't have one. <laughs> Granted, we're moving, but still. I'm like having a coughing attack here. Sorry about that. Hey, if you haven't listened to our show before, we do talk the thoughts you're thinking but not saying each and every week on this podcast. Uh, next year, you may have heard, we also have a, a night show that's starting 7 till 9 on the KISS Network, Melbourne, Adelaide, uh, Brisbane and Sydney. Um, Starting the 18th, we're on air uh, in two states and then the week after Adelaide and Brisbane will catch us the week after that. We'd love to have you come and support us and kind of get behind everything we're doing because uh, we like you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we think what we're doing is cool and it involves you. So come yeah. on board and uh, listen to the show. But this show's a goodie and it's very different. It's yeah. going to be different, I reckon. I feel as though that's the thing with this show. Like there's no two weeks that you go, oh, that was a bit same, same, mm. even from the guests or the top. And this particular guest um, is very different and wants to bring something quite different to the table, wants to give us a bit of a reading. Her name is Shakti Grace, um, or as known on Insta as at the Holistic Chef. Um, I came across Shakti when I was living on the Central Coast of New South Wales, and and um, she does a few different bits and pieces. Um, um, puts she's a chef, so um, she's all about you know conscious eating and putting different bits and pieces of food together. Sells them at local markets, and is all about spreading, um, yeah, just a, a clean eating kind of message. But I she's can't a wait she's to a, talk to her. Yeah, she's a pretty she's a very in- interesting. And I know often sometimes that can have negative connotations. No, where you go that's interesting, or they're an interesting person. This is not the case for Shakti. She is. She's just a bit of a cool cat and very interesting, so we can't wait to let's chat. Let's get some meaning back to interesting, can we? Because it's a good thing. Mm. Mm. Um, let's give her a call. Shakti speaking. Hello, Shakti speaking. It's Stace and Christy, the Thinker Girls. Oh, hello, girls. How are you today? Hello. We're oh lovely, God. Shakti Grace. What an interesting character we find ourselves talking to this week. I am so excited. <laughs> Me too. Where, where are you talking to us from, Shakti? Can you describe for everyone where you're, where you're seated or standing right now? Yeah, I'm in McMaster's Beach on the Central Coast, just north of Sydney, and I'm sitting in front of one of my altars. It's a Native American altar. So I'm sitting here with uh, sort of medicine of the winged creatures, kookaburra and kite mm-hmm. and sage and crystals and candles are lit and that's what I'm do doing. You, do you, are you a person that shies away or, or doesn't like the, the, the hippie term? I mean, because for a lot of people there's this stereotype 
of you know pe- particular type of people you're you're, you're open minded and spiritual and have different ways but if someone were to say oh my god that sounds so hippie what would your reaction be I, I, hippie i actually think it's fine i'm a bit of an old yeah old, i kind of love it too people use hippie. it to I don't describe like me you don't, I don't like, like woo woo. I don't like being referred Either do I. Woo woo. I've never heard that. It's kind of like you're crazy a ah. bit. Yeah. Or not very grounded or not very focused because that's. Because oh, it's quite the opposite. A bit flighty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's com- the actual complete it opposite. It is, isn't it? Yeah. How wrong people can be because that is so yeah. true. Woo woo is like actually everything about spirituality is about putting your feet on the ground and <laughs> going back to the earth. And oh that's my, right. it's so interesting. Shakti, yeah. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on our gems this week. Um, if oh, you haven't. And listen to our show before. Welcome. If you found us through Shakti, hello. We're so glad that you've joined us. We are two chicks talking thoughts you're thinking, but not saying each and every week. Um, we do need to introduce Philip the Duck because a few of you have started to listen in over the past few months and we've said hi to our, mm. um, our new listeners. Philip the Duck is actually the quacking sound you hear behind the scenes. If people ask who Philip is, well, have we not explained? Have, on Twitter, him. a few people kind of said, oh. uh, who is that duck and what is that about? Because uh, Shakti, as you may or may not have listen to our show we don't take a lot of notice of philip so people are like well, what the fuck what the fuck is the point of that sound like you actually don't Why do anything um well, so philip is our essentially reigns us in was a character that we created to kind of help us stay true to the 30 minute show but it's funny isn't it like it's like when you have a mate with you that you just kind of bring along you just kind of forget that you're so comfy with them being there you just forget that other people aren't aware of who like yes. why they're suddenly quacking duck interrupting so, combo um at our what is it like a hundredth and twentieth yeah. show this philip Sol's the duck is for everybody. An alarm. and yeah. you know what this week we're going to do and we're going to get better at it we're going to listen to philip like actually acknowledge yeah. his presence and move on when he says shut the fuck up yeah. it's time because because you told philip that i can ramble a bit well, no, well that's nah, our, I think the timing. that's our issue shakti <laughs> That's who adds, we can absolutely relate to I mean, that. look, the timing is coincidental, but yeah. it probably is a good time to start. Um, so that'll I'm be great. Ha- I'm happy to be the torchbearer. Shakti's like, are they bringing this up because of me? For me? Like, far out. No, Shakti. No, we not. have ramble uh, ramble issues also. Yeah, it's fine. It's ramble fine. Well, then I'll refer to you. I'll refer to you as well as the, to the sisters because we're part of the sisterhood of women, not the, not girls or ladies actually. So you're you're my sisters. You know, oh, we're love all that. sisters no, in arms. Nice. Love that. Love yeah. that. Okay, so let's let's do a bit of a content um, about what we're going to talk about this week and get stuck right into it. Young mate, what's on your mind? I want to today, I want to talk about what's your type? I was talking about this with a mate and we were talking about what our type of guy is um, and I suppose what you look for in a partner, the type of person, looks, personality, et cetera, et cetera. And it's funny Sometimes you don't realize that until someone goes, oh, well, you like X or you mm. like this type of person. And then when she said, when she said, you like this type of guy, I was like, do I? Sometimes you're not even really aware of who you kind of connect with or who, I don't know, who you find attractive on kind of different levels. So it's quite interesting. And especially, especially for people who have been single or who are single, I do, do you look for that type? Like, it's, are you it's, filtering? It's got its pros and cons, yeah. I think, that one. Yeah. I want to talk about Sundays <laughs> just being a, a bit of a difficult day. And I feel – and on the flip side, it can be an actual beautiful magic day. But then I think – it's just got real heightened emotions connected to mm. Sunday for me and for a few of mm. my friends. And I was just wanting to pose the question to you guys, if you have a day or if there's, if it's Sunday for you and, mm. and, um, and for you all listening, I wonder if you've got a day in your head that goes, Oh, mm. I always just, mm. I struggle or I love it. Like I've got a funny, funny relationship with it. Mm. Shakti, what are you going to mm. bring for us this week? Well, I know that for sure we're going to do a little a bit of a medicine card reading for you both and see what sort of touch well, this is really, with you. This really is really exciting different. for us. We yeah. have never done anything like this. And it's a bit, you know, we, as much as you guys, I think just to be really straight with you, there's two episodes we've ever cut into. One, I think there was a word where one of us said something a little bit, a bit too far and we didn't want to offend anyone, so we had to cut the word out. And then I think one other time there was just some phone issues that I think we couldn't get reception. But over two years, they're the only times we've ever edited shows. So we won't be editing this show and yeah. that makes me nervous because we don't know what's going to come up. It's pretty it's pretty full on and I suppose it's something, Shakti, that um, I suppose it's full on because we we say that because it's pretty exposing, I think, you know, when, when you have any kind of reading. So it would be interesting to see mm. what's kind of pulled out because we actually have – 
and you don't obviously have any idea kind of what's going to come up. So this mm. is, yeah, this is going to mm. be fun for us. Yeah, and it's not really predictive. It's not really predictive too, like in the language I speak, spirit, great spirit, one can conquer creator is kind of working with us all the time. We know, and I, for me, that's the truth. And and so really it's just an indication maybe of what medicine will be in your life at the yeah. moment and what maybe spirit's offering you as some guidance. Okay. So it's not really like a predictive thing. I can't sort of say, oh, this is... Just what you can offer us guy. today. Yeah. From yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can talk to you a bit about smudging and, and then obviously, you know, anything else that I do that sort of comes up in the conversation. Okay, great. Cool. Well, let's leave that till the last because I think that's mm. the big that's the big, uh, the big big finale. Um, but, young mate, do you want to hit, hit off yours? Yeah. Um, so types. Do you have a type? And I suppose everybody kind of has had that process where you're looking for something or you're looking for someone and you might do it consciously or unconsciously but I suppose there is this thing where people go oh well this is what I'm after this is what I'm looking for and even down to look stuff where people go I or I'm attracted to blondes there's just something about blondes that I like or um I don't know I like people with brains or whatever and I was talking about this with a mate oh this was off the back of I think we were talking about um Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rostow, or Gavin Rostow, whatever his name is, and then they split, right? And he mm. was like supposedly having a fling with the nanny. And then there was this article that I'd read, and they did a side by side of Gwen Stefani and the nanny. That's fucked. Which is just fucked. But anyway, <laughs> they they were saying, oh my God, this must be his type because they look so similar, they dress so similar, they've got the same hair. And then I was like, well, that maybe that's just his type. And then that's kind of where the conversation started. And we were talking about. Um, you know, who, and on a looks basis, on a physical level, who do you, like, who do you like? Mm. Like, what mm. turns you mm. on? What, who are you looking for? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, and we kind of arrived at the point where my mate was like, you like feminine boys, feminine <laughs> men. Because <laughs> my, shout out to Christy's boyfriend. My boyfriend, Zane, <laughs> who have been with for seven years is, and people get quite, but like fixated because they're like Zane's beautiful and I'm like I know he's got this really like gorgeous feminine he's got these little beautiful long lashes and these really high cheekbones and we're talking about like other actors and stuff or who we found hot and we're and I was like I don't even know what my type is maybe I don't have one maybe I don't have a type and then something came up about Leonardo DiCaprio like back in the day I'm like oh Leo in Romeo and Juliet, and then the sh- and then it was like, see, that's your type. You like like guys that look like girls, kind of. And I was like, maybe <laughs> on a physical level, that's where I'm at. Maybe that's what I actually find sexy. But it's interesting thinking about, yeah, who who is that type of person on a looks level and further. As a single girl, I've really struggled with this type conversation because mm. on one flip side, I am a big believer of putting out what you want to attract and what you want for yourself and being really clear on what that message is in order for you to attract it. Mm. But on the other side, I'm also that goes in the same kind of belief system, which is be open to what presents mm. itself and walk through yeah. doors that open. Don't mm. stick or have too many ideas of the way things are supposed to be. So those two things kind of like contradict mm. each other a little mm. bit. Yeah. And I've really yeah. struggled with that because I've kind of gone, well, I, I, I want to have a list. And everybody said, be clear on what you want your partner mm. to be and mm. all of this kind of stuff. You're perfect, not perfect guy, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. the ideal partner for what you. What resonates for yeah. you. Yeah. And then also on the other side, it's like, well, you just never know what's around the corner. He could just sweep you out and he could be the last person you ever thought of. Which one is it? So do you think it's yeah. bits of both? Shakti, what's your well, take? Yeah. Do you think it's interesting? It's so interesting because I was listening to a podcast from NPR on by The Hidden Brain, I think, and they were talking about Match.com and they have a woman who does, who does all of this algorithms for that. Yeah. And they were saying that people think that they're going for one type, but actually what they usually end up with is nothing like what they mm. think based on looks. Yeah, wow. And that's actually why it actually falls down. Is, is It will not fall down. It occurs is that... What we think in our minds and what our heart and our spirit think, does is two totally different things. Isn't that interesting? Um, and maybe for you with the men, it's more that you, there's something in their feminine, because we both carry feminine and masculine. Mm. So maybe you're just, you're, the masculine part of you is more attracted to a femi- the feminine attributes in men. Mm. Because it's not you know, even so. like to go a bit further than that. It's not even like, for instance, my partner is, I, I would never ever classify him as, he's not a feminine person. He's not like a, I would say he's, there's elements to his personality that are soft, you know, or nice or gentle yeah. and nurturing. But he, I wouldn't say, 
I think he's still a very masculine man. So I'm just saying that it can be different, can't it? Just because you look a certain way or you look feminine well, or you look masculine, got both it's different. Right Every, yeah. You've got both right. fem and, and, and ma- like masculine or testosterone going through guys and girls. Like, so either way, yeah. whether he might show more of a blokey side, which when you actually meet Zane and you speak to mm. him, he's much more of a bloke than he looks. Mm. Like, he's like, get a, you know, he's so blokey. <laughs> yeah. And when he looks, he looks quite together and, you know, and, and I don't know if that's supposedly meant to be more feminine. But, um, but, ev- but then, you know, there's all, everybody has both. Like, really, yeah. it's just kind of highlighted and what your picture is to the rest of the world is what people think mm. you are. But actually, exactly. everyone's got a bit of both in them. Like, both of you and I, I think, have a lot of masculine. And when I don't, I don't like to put masculine with career because that's a really bad, you know, the equality mm. game where it's been for a long time. But at the same time, I suppose that... I don't know, that testosterone kind of going a little bit more aggressive than what a natural, I don't know, a stereotype way of femme. Yeah, Yeah. we've both got a lot of that, you know, so it is interesting that that counteracts with what you're attracted to. But it is funny, like, have you guys had people in your life that have dated or been with I'm not going to say the same type of yeah, a similar type of person where you go, yeah, like I've ha- I've had friends that have always dated or seen kind of an Aussie knockabout footy kind like of with, dude. I feel like with some friends I've seen similar kind of people, but then I've seen them be more similar, like mm. kind of change and go, yeah. uh, bring up different parts of their personality when mm. they're in relationships. That, That's right. You know, so you go, oh, they're kind of the same guy, but then this particular person who's been in the different relationships ends up being like that there's particular personality traits that's coming out of them mm. that's kind of highlight. Right. Does that make sense? And then you yeah. go, oh, well, yeah, the, well, we're kind the of same person. To what, yeah, yeah, we're attracted to what we're kind of seeking, you know. In ourselves or what, what you want to be exactly. for yourself. Right. So, exactly. so what I mean, exactly. this person is like, so a friend of mine had like has had, what, six different boyfriends since I've known her. Yeah. And she, and they've all been a little bit different, but then she ends up being, being re- like yeah. she looks like she's changed but then in relationships she is very the same in all of them so it's just so that these dudes uh, have something that. that she wants at that time yeah. because she always needs something yeah. different it's in like everyone she, and it's like she likes yeah. to go back to this kind of person she is when she's in a relationship like it's really a spin out because it is interesting uh, like yeah. there, there are people that go, that see people of a particular type or whatever regardless of whether that's looks or whatever you know you see like a common trend or something similar of somebody that they connect with based on who who they are and who the other person is, but yeah, I get what you mean. But then there, but I've known people in my life that date, like muck around with or see a t- certain type of person. But then in terms of relationships, that switches. I, like they need, like as a girlfriend yeah. or a wife, they want type A. But then when they're fucking around and they're single, they want type B. Do you know what I mean? Well, so different people yeah. bring out different parts of your personality. Like everyone's got different friends for different things. Like you might be the li- more the mm. listener in this, and we've spoken about this mm. at length. Mm. But I think the interesting thing is it is funny when you go back to relationships. Like I've had so many girlfriends, like one in particular was always into footy blokes. And mm. that I mean that with inverted commas, but like that kind of sporty, you know, blokey. And then the guy she ended up with couldn't be well, – I mean he's still got blokey mentality. Like bloke, he's still a bloke, but he's very different. And then that, when she yeah. – was started dating with him it felt like not that she was embarrassed but like she just I don't know there was something like she thought it wasn't the right thing yet she was so happy mm. with him like mm. so loved up mm. and he just adored her but there was something about I don't know that it's almost like she felt like she needed to be with a certain person it's like oh mm. how awful for us all if we're kind of getting stuck on that because you know then we're not with our true person well that's right and I think that's what you were saying before like what do we go for it's more like we think and again when I say think that's the ego the mind mm. which is mm. not necessarily not the heart. Yeah. the best way yeah. and it's saying I think this but actually what you might find that your spirit and you need or your your seeking is actually something that will fulfill you and it's not at all what you think it looks like you know so then when you have it and you're happy it's it's, it's nothing to do with what you think it's just with you being in the moment and and resonating with this person, this other being, you know. Those website things are so interesting, Shakti, that you brought up at the start of this chat, though. Mm. You know how they use the 
algorithms like answer this question from you know from least important to very important and then it's like mm. you see them on tv all the time mm. where they're mm. like there's a guy sitting there and there's a chick like twirling her hair and they're like goodbye and then they bring in the like oh the carefree happy brunette and i'm like oh all boxes yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. what though it's really interesting you bring that because my question to you shakti was so say i mean i'm a big believer in follow your heart you'll find where yeah. you're supposed to be but mm. with relationships do you really think that's always the case because you could if you're in your true heart self and you are being completely authentic not just i th- i'm in love with him but really actually you're too fucking scared to leave him and that's what you've mm. made love be mm. if you truly mm. are loving someone it's pure you both are talk you know yeah. your hearts are talking it's all pure love and it's mm. and it's it's right is that enough? Because reality has mm, it that mm, we also mm. need to be compatible, you know, to live with someone yeah. or we also need to want to both want children. Or mm. So does it yeah. work out? How do you work that out? Because does it mean that I, if you truly loved each other that all of those things are the same or not? Like it's tricky. Well, no. Well, I think, mm. I think you know, again, I speak from such a – it's a bit of a kind of – it sounds a bit maybe lofty or, or uh, overly – spiritual but I think no, no such thing I think our spirit so for me for example as I think I mentioned in an email is my last two relationships was with men 20 years younger than me mm. now society would just call me a cougar and be done with it mm. whatever these men according to my own spirit's journey in this lifetime has decided have offered me wisdom and learnings and of evolution that I maybe didn't see in the beginning and it doesn't make it any easier or harder. It just means that, that their soul's journey with me, in my in my way of seeing things, is, is sort of preordained. So they give me some medicine. They give me the work I need, and we figure it out. And then either it, it lasts for a moment or it lasts for a long time. I, I think, and that's the problem that, people yeah. have with society. That yeah, it's and supposed to be forever. I honestly don't think that that is a reasonable thing. And I think you touched on something about you know, you're talking about the masculine roles and stuff in men, is that, you know, patriarchal society has is, is boxed women in. And really, yeah, the feminine, yeah. we're changing the way we are in the world Yeah, now. it's true. So it, it's, it's, it's really, a different platform. It's really interesting. Platform. And you know what? I This is going to sound, you know, people are going to roll their eyes, but Kylie Minogue is, you know, a really big player in my life. Bit of an idol, right? And mm. I, it's, it's, we laugh at it, but not in a pop star way. She also, for me, has empowered her own she's had her own path like she's not been married mm. didn't have kids mm. moved overseas mm. moved away from australia mm. has all been career she's her own businesswoman she's mega you know and mm. so there's so mm. many different attributes that i've looked up to her for not yeah. just her freaking songs better the devil you know you know like there's mm. been lots of, there's <laughs> yeah. been, out of all the songs that's that my one? favorite yeah, is it songs. i didn't even yeah. know that it is my yeah. favorite i thought yes. like a, yeah, i thought you'd yeah. be a locomotion girl please <laughs> Maybe when I was little. But, I mean, my point is I used to be petrified when I first became single that I would be like her. Mm. It made me frightened to be that because I felt like she was so against the norm that I was like, oh, does it mean if I'm too independent I'll end up never meeting someone forever? And having that lifelong partner, and actually, it wasn't my fear of being like Kylie Minogue. It was my fear of being my tr- your true self, like mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be. And I, and it took me a really long time to go. I want children, and I'd like to do that with someone. But I also mm-hmm. have to be completely open with what my path is mm-hmm. and what's the best thing for me. And yeah. trust that. And it's fucking scary no, because no. everybody mm. else partnered up doing all of that mm. the, the conventional way. And I, I well, and, like that. And that's that. the word, isn't it, Stacey? Conventional. Yeah. But I'm like Kylie. I'm, I'm older. I can't have children now so I'm too old. And I haven't walked a conventional path per se. Wanted to have children, but now this is the way the journey is. And I, it's up to me to accept that or not. Has it that taken know? a while though, Shakti? Like how Stacey oh, said... Look. I know, yeah, I know. We said we yeah, were going to respect absolutely. Philip, but I yeah. just need to quickly ask yeah. this before yeah. we move on. Yeah. And yeah. that is, um, you know, has that taken a while to be a okay with that? Absolutely, and even now, like, so to be frank, you know, I reached menopause early, mm. and I didn't. And this was at the end of the relationship, my last relationship with this young man, and I didn't know that it had happened. And stress sort of predicated it, it coming on early. Therefore, I biologically can't have children. It was always a dream of mine to have children. Yeah, early menopause is much more common than I think we realize. Exactly, and that's what I want to focus my work on. But I think that at at the end of the day, you know, it's that thing of regret. You you can't really have those regrets. Mm. I made choices. 
as I move through my journey and and I, I, I do need to accept where I'm at. And there's another other ways to be a mother. You know, yeah. I can be a mother with my blend or I can be a mother like by Oprah. guiding other people. Oprah said this yeah. too. Oprah was like, I'm a yeah. mother to the students that I've rehoused, re-educated, the, women, the girls right. at her yeah. school. Like, right. It's really powerful. I get goosebumps thinking about it because I often feel the same. For me, I feel like I might be able to be, I'm lucky I'm in a generation where I could maybe take it in my own hands a little bit more yeah. if I got to that That's point. Right. Um, and I feel right. blessed at that op- option, but, um, you know, where it might not have to be. With someone it's else, good but, though. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's that is very powerful that there's not just one way of doing things. Well, there's we're not lucky. Just our right. generation's lucky. You know, mm, others right. haven't yeah, always true. had that. But yeah, mm. we better move on. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Shame on you. <laughs> Jokes. Hit up thinkergirl.com.au. I was joking. Seriously. So Sundays is an interesting one because I remember when I first had my breakup, like I reckon half the time I used to think about doing the breakup, I was like, but what will I do on Sundays? Mm. It's it true though. really a bit of a day that's always stemmed a lot of emotional weight for me and I don't really know why. At the beginning I thought Sundays we spend a lot of time with his family and I will miss that and I've, I often felt like a bit of an orphan with my own situation at times. Then I realized, nah, it isn't so much about that. It's mm-hmm. about, I guess, over the years, I felt like it was always a challenge for me to be okay by myself. That's mm-hmm. what Sundays mm-hmm. did for me, to mm-hmm. challenge me to not go looking around. And, I mean, look, a lot of the times as well through party days or big nights, you know, Sundays obviously also mean you are hungover. And you've been emotional, I think yeah. we all need to remember alcohol is a drug, just like drugs. It might be legal, but it is. it does offer come down. It does have all of that emotional stuff that it does to you. So that's also been in play a little bit over the years. So even when you mm. were in your relationship, when you say you struggled to be alone, where were you ever on your own for even part of the day? It no was mainly way. always around it was other the peeps. Best. And it was like yeah. a big, like I needed to be with someone. Yeah. But then I just realized, well, that can't be the case all the time. Like Mm. you can do things with friends, but that's what being independent, being by yourself is. And I I just would have some days where I would would have a teary because I didn't even know why. I felt like I just put so much pressure on these days. Mm. And then there would be Mm. other days where I would go for a walk on the beach. I would read. I would do yoga. You know, and I'd have an amazing day. I've found really, I, I, I like it's all good now. But mm. that's because I got to a point, I don't know, where I had to, I just, a full growth thing where I was, I really have become, and I spoke about this on our live show, completely fine with being on my own and, mm. and really properly meaning that. I, Not yeah. just like, I feel great. Being with yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, like really yeah. comfortable. Like it only hit probably, I don't know, this year I reckon, yeah. truly. Um, but it is, what is it? Yeah, all those things I've kept in mind, you know, go out on Saturday nights. But Sunday nah, seems it's to not have just a you. bit of a tinge it's for not everyone. I can so relate to that. Sundays are just that day. And even when um, I lived lived, lived away, like I did, was in a, a long-distance relationship for four and a half years where the hardest part was probably when I was just turned 21 and I moved up to Townsville and um, – just to give you a bit of an idea, Shakti, I was there on my own. I'd never been to Townsville, let alone knew anybody there. So there was absolutely being on my own all the time. But I'm so with you with, on the point that Sundays felt harder and Sundays I did feel a bit more down. And I, I think wonder if it's the start to the week or I think it is. It's there's like this, this feeling cleansing of, thing There's or this something. feeling of wrapping things up, okay, and then the new week kind of starts. And Monday to Friday I was fine. And you know what? Even Saturday I was fine. I'd be at the shopping centre. I'd be like going for walks. You'd be, But, yeah, Sundays is this thing and I think it's because – it's almost religious too, like how we were taught. And even if you were at a Catholic school or not, you were taught you God rests on Sundays. Like there's this kind of preachy thing that's maybe in society that's – you go to church on Sundays and you you have family time on Sundays. Like, I feel like it's embedded in us somehow. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a conditioned response. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely conditioned. And I think if we take out the conditioning and it's just every day is a new day, and unfortunately, yeah, our society set up that Monday to Friday we work. Like, yeah. for me, you know, Sunday and Monday are my sort of more days off than any other days at mm. the moment. Mm. So. I think, as you say, we're conditioned into these are the days we work, these are, as a society, these are the days we party, these are the days we recover, and, and it's, it's conditioned as opposed to maybe 
each day is simply a new day and the day we have space is the day that we give ourselves love. It's really funny that you say that because then I recreated my week. I started working for myself Mm. and, you know, Mm. and and I was doing a lot of work on Sundays. I was smashing out. We were doing at one stage meetings most Sundays, like in the afternoon. And Was there still that feeling though even though you're working? No, I recreated. But it is about, yeah, losing the conditioning and getting out of your shit and finding whatever. Well, not your shit, other, the society's shit. you know what, and even then creating as, what works for you because as a freelancer and a creative, that's not going to be on the days Friday, that they tell Friday. you. Right. It could that's be right. at one o'clock in the fucking morning for all you know. Like, that's right. so, but you know what, though, even as a kid, there, you know? even as a kid, like it's so heavily ingrained in you. Bedtime this time. Yeah, this time, yeah. I remember hating Sundays as a kid because mm. Sundays was the time it was like, all right, it was like hair washing night. You had to have your clothes all ready to go. Has your homework and your schoolwork because been done? Says, you got to like, pack yeah. your lunch. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Like you got to be in bed early, you know, for a Monday. And I just remember that feeling of Sunday rules. nights. Yeah, rules. Sunday nights, I yeah. fucking hated it. No wonder we hated yeah. Sundays because oh. we do not cope with authority we at all. We don't. And I remember <laughs> sitting there and it was, this is so funny because I grew up with a sister that was three years younger than me. And I always have this memory. My dad is the blokiest bloke ever, but underneath it all is a big softy. And not everybody sees that side of him. But I just have this image clear as day in my head on Sunday night, um, Oh, Tim the Toolman Taylor, that home improvement, <laughs> yeah, you know, that yeah, show was yeah, on. Yeah, 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 and yeah. mum would wash our hair in the bath and she, they'd put the hose on the end of the um, tap. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ash and I, my sister and I, would sit in the bath and mum would be doing our hair. And then we'd sit there. How nice did that tap feel on your it head? Was it was so, so good, nice. especially when someone else was doing it. And then we would each sit in front of either mum or dad. We would each have like a representative. And dad would um, be drying with the hair dry and brushing one's hair. And mum would be brushing and drying the other's hair as we were sitting there on a Sunday night watching the telly. And it just. What a lovely memory. I know, it's that's such gorgeous. A nice and no memory. wonder both of you have always had this crazy long hair. I was gonna that say is that, yeah. so stemmed into that. Easily, yeah. <laughs> because everyone was cutting their hair, dyeing their hair, doing all these things. And Christy and Ash have Never. always just had these long locks. And when she was talking about cutting her hair the other day, I was like, it's, it looks sexier. It's, she's like, I like my long hair. I'm like, that's because that's your childhood. <laughs> I did right. say that. Like, it's so stemmed to this innocence. Yeah. yeah, you can. But how yeah. funny that that is linked. But, yes. It, it, but that feeling is, of preparation. And it might not yeah. be a Sunday yeah. for you, but but you're right. I think it is for a lot of people mm. because there is this conformity that we put ourselves in. And it's interesting. We, we kind of are going off the garden path here. But I've spoken to um, a friend of mine who's putting her kid into school in a couple of years. And he is the most – and she's a big, big listener of the show. She doesn't mm. know who I'm talking mm. about. But I said to her – are you nervous about sending him to school? Because he is so unique. I know, he's just that. this yeah. little man that yeah. walks around. He's like <laughs> a little cartoon character. He's actually like, and he just, he tells you what he's doing before That's he's so doing cool. it. And yeah. he's got, he's just got this pure essence. Yeah. Every, because mm. his family is so creative and loving. Little crystal child. Yeah. So yeah. he just has no idea what the world like you know he's got mm. his own world and it's mm. and it's so protected it's so mm. beautifully protected and i said to her, are you worried about him going to school because 
there's so much of that that's bung out of you, you mm. know, like, and mm. she was like, yeah, we're looking at different school options for him yeah. because of that, you know, just because that's a priority for yeah. us and they're quite creative. But And to encourage his freedom. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. not Stamp all kids are like that. He's yeah. a little boy. He could have been soccer and that's it. And it mm. might not be necessary for him to do, you know, protect that as much. But it was really lovely to hear that she was looking into that. It's so expensive to look into those options, yeah. though. Fuck. Um, but it is interesting how much we do get conformed, and I feel like this Sunday blues thing that everybody has is what we've been drummed into us. So if you can, if it is you, or maybe there's a, a Friday that you get nervous about because you're feeling a bit lonely on the weekend or whatever day it is for mm. you, I don't know, maybe try and mix it up. Mm. Yeah, like know that maybe that day's challenging you for a reason and try and address it head on because I, I don't and, think it has to be about a day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's maybe, obviously something maybe else. maybe creating a ritual of, of, as I said, again, like kind of like self-love around it and go, okay, if I identify that that's going to come up for me, then I make that day the day that's about me where I know I have baths and I know I, you know, go for a walk. It's and so I know funny you say that, so Shakti, nice. because every single Sunday morning at 9.30, I do the most life-changing yin class and every Sunday. Every Sunday. It is like, it's like, you know how you used to say this, sometimes yoga almost goes a bit orgasmic for yeah, me. It's yeah, like yeah. so deep into my, I tap right in. But I also kind of go there a bit of sleep still. So mm. it's you're just kind of at this real pure, quiet place mm. on a Sunday yeah. morning. And it also stopped me from boozing up too much on Saturday nights. Like it just did a lot of good things. Mm. And That's I've, right. I've completely recreated it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it. And it might. It might not be yoga. It might be reading yeah. or, you know, a walk, walk or, or... Cooking, baking a chocolate cake something. and eating the whole thing. Something, Whatever. exactly. Something you're excited yeah. to do. Not something like, I should do exercise. Like, I, when I say it's yeah. yin yoga, I lay on I lay on pillows and stretch. Like, it's not, it's you know, it's not heavy lifting. And, I and think, you're opening yourself up. You're opening your oh, body. Oh, I feel so good. Yeah. But it's a, possibility. Like you said, Christy, it's right for me. You've got to find the right Whatever's thing. Whatever's right but for you. Yeah. Fuck, I love yeah. it. You find I a bit of joy love it. And... It feels like it yeah. nurtures. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, but I also. And, I, and that's the word, isn't it? Nurture. Yeah. Nurture yeah. And whatever well, that's exactly what to came to mind. Yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you've got a day, maybe try and, yeah, um, I don't know, talk to yourself a little bit, give yourself a cuddle, don't fight it as But much. I also think sometimes, and I know we've got to move on, but I, I also think sometimes it's um, it's okay to feel a bit lonely. And I think sometimes this that's is what really I used late. to do. I would busy myself, busy myself, busy myself, so I had not a fucking second mm-hmm. to scratch myself and think about how lonely I was. But then mm-hmm. I've, I mentally allowed myself to be lonely on a Sunday. And that's what it was. And then you freed it, probably. I think, in a way, like it's acceptance. You free, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I think free it's I think stigma. Yeah, but it, I don't. I, I don't think because it's Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday or whatever, you try to busy yourself and not think about the fact that you're you're not just lonely on a Sunday. You might be lonely all of the week, but it's on a Sunday. It's even more heightened. Mm, but mm. like you said, Stace, these are issues that don't just pop up on a Sunday. Yeah, they're true. issues that you have all of the time, but you just allow yourself because it's a Sunday to feel them a bit more. So it's because o- of yeah. the conditioning. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of what Sunday means. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah. Just so look, so maybe think as well. If if it is loneliness, is it just that you're lonely on a Sunday, or is it just that you're, you know, bored or a bit reflective on a Sunday, or is it just, or is it that you feel that all the time, but you're just not really allowing it's yourself heightened. to as much? Yeah. exactly. And and to be and to be really acknowledging or aware of where those feelings are, mm. and as you say, instead of trying to push them away by maybe going out on a Saturday and getting on it. Where's more of just like allowing yourself to be with what's going on and just observe it. Yeah. With some yeah. sort of detachment. I had like, like six weeks there for a bit. I'd had a real bender on my birthday, did a few things that I wasn't happy with and then just kind of had Saturday nights in for six weeks after. Mm. Thank goodness I did it because uh, thank goodness I made that little fuck up because I love staying in on Saturday nights mm. and I never knew because mm. I was so mm. scared to mm. do it because I was scared of sa- blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, this, and no, I like I to have a few, well, I love to have a few, you know, maybe after work drinks on a Friday. Mix mm. it up, like mm. work with your actual, it doesn't mean you have to stop going out. Mm. It just means yeah. don't do things because, you know, of just cause the way it's supposed it's to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, girls, I, you know, girls, I've been sober for 13 years, so I can attest to the fact that, you know, all of those demarcations of the week when we go out and get on it, 
all stop when you stop drinking, mm. you know, like yeah. you really cleanse it all shifted. out. Yeah. Well, your whole world gets shifted and you, you don't have those same markers of how to mark time because mm. you're not part of that system of, oh, on Fridays I go out and get, um, get mm. on it. And I mean, I used to play really hard, you know. Mm. Yeah. So uh, it's, 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 it's a different, it's a, just a different life when you sort of take alcohol and drugs out of the equation. In, yeah, instead of, instead of, and instead of alcohol, I kind of, you know, started working for myself and kind of followed my creative, I guess, when I was at like when it worked for me so it also meant that if I was working on a Sunday like and and that's what I put first like I start I put my work first because it was what was fulfilling me and 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 what my passions were and I went well Saturday night's going out it's not servicing that mm. like you, you kind of find yeah. also the to make the decisions yeah. once you important. find yeah. yeah and then it all just kind of fold, yeah no folded yeah. in like I started mm. supporting what was right and then when you channel that, everything kind of does fall into place. That's um, right, exactly. exactly. Shakti, the floor, the floor is yours. It is your gem, oh and you're bringing yeah. bringing some interesting. We're so stuff. excited for this, Shakti. So I don't know. You run the show from well, here because I have no idea what gosh. you got up your sleeve. You're listening to the Thinker Girls. Thoughts, chicks are thinking but not saying. Okay, well, I guess um, I think you do the promo on what I do. So I have the holistic chef thing, and food is food, and my superfood blend is one of the main ways that that is out in the world, or my, my creations and my, my my work or my passions, my mm-hmm. purpose, however mm-hmm. you want to word it. Um, but part of my life that is incredibly active and alive and strong is my commitment to walking what's called the path of the red road. Uh, the red road is both. Native American and South American traditions, but the the red road I walk strongly is the Native American path. And my current teacher is a Lakota. He's actually a Peruvian shaman, but he's also what's called a Lakota Sundance chief. And Chief. I'm working with him. Mm. Yeah, he's a, so he's a chief. So they <laughs> love the chief. Yeah. yeah, I call some of my best girlfriends chiefs. Like, yeah, well, they're chiefs in my life. Yeah, yeah. His name, I'll, I'll send him Nadia and I call each other chief. Oh. His name is uh, Don Valerio, but uh, or Chief Freddy. And, um, so, but I also am initiated cool. by a Navajo uh, shaman here. So my my name in medicine work, and when we sit in ceremony, is blue lynx. So that means, and I'm going, I'm making a point. I'm getting to the point. The blue <laughs> lynx thing is that I am. I'm given the instruction by my teachers that the medicine I'm walking this life with predominantly is the medicine of the lynx. And the lynx is a cat, a solitary animal, but also to the to the to the this particular Navajo teacher it was described as being that the lynx is the holder of med- of ceremony and a ceremonial law. So the lynx really wants the law of ceremony to be intact, which is actually the truth as I as a human. I'm very uh, very strict around how I see that happening and making sure that we are staying true to the lineages. So what this means for me is that I um, I am now just being blessed to pour sweat lodge for women, which is a ceremony of the Lakota, and it's a purifying and cleansing ceremony. And with all of that, is that they, what we're doing they, now? Is that what's happening? No, 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 oh. we can't oh. unfortunately. But what we're doing is what this leads to is that they have things like smudging ceremonies where you use the medicine of sage, the plant. To clear yourself, because you field. did that before we spoke yeah, to you, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted. To, I, I was on the phone to Amy before I spoke to you to the insurance company. I wanted to clear my field. I stood on the earth. The Native Americans' primary philosophy is to be connected to the natural world. You know, yeah. to understand that the trees, the standing ones, have their own energy that they're giving us, and the the four-legged animals are giving us their medicine, and the, we're the two-legged, and the creepy crawlies, and the winged creatures. They all have a part to play in the creation story, and we are simple one little part of that, the two-leggeds, and we're actually the, probably the stupidest part of it because we're mo- they're, they're so trapped. So what the Native American path really is is about helping us to identify how we move in the natural world and that impact. And then we have ceremonies to to help uh, clear and, and pray. And mostly they believe we're praying to what they call as creator, Lincoln Fonka. Okay, so one so, of those one of those ceremonies is the, the cards, right? The drawing of the medicine well, the medicine, the medicine cards that I'm going to draw now yeah. is that in, the, in these worlds they use the totems of the animals to guide them. Okay. So the lynx is one totem yeah. and uh, these cards have, I think it's 54 totems and what I will do is, is draw a card for each of you and get you to contemplate while I'm shuffling okay. what it is you'd like to ask the, the wisdom of these medicines to offer you in your path for the next couple of months, let's say. Ooh, so, this is going to be so, very interesting, and it's very interesting timing, Shakti, in which we are speaking to you. 
um, because there's a bit going on and there's been a bit going on for a little while. You know what the greatest yeah. thing is, Christy, because I feel like when we thought about this, I was like, oh, we have to ask about, oh, should we ask separately or as together? Yeah, I'll draw so, two cards. So separately. Right. So right. separately. Yeah. So yeah. I was thinking, I, you know, we were going to, because it's the two of us, like what are we going to, you know, career-wise and whatever, but we've just announced that we've got um, a, a national radio show. So um, we have that bit ticked. <laughs> um, and so, and when we're recording this, Chuck, you, guys, you actually can't tell anyone yeah. yet. <laughs> Um, Hold this in for a few weeks, babe. By the time you guys listen, you will know that information. So for me, I don't know, it's really, I guess it's a bit symbolic because I've kind of always, I don't know, I've gone, all right, these are things I want to get down Mm. and work on. Mm. So I feel like mine might be a bit of a love question Mm. for once. I think think, um, what I I would suggest, can I offer, is just take a breath, take a deep breath into your belly, both of you, through your nose and out through your mouth. And don't necessarily think about something like just, Ask a question of, ask the, the wisdom of the medicine or the totems to show, their, show themselves in, in some way that you can word that or language that. Um, and then I'm going to ask you to choose a number between one, this is the easiest way I've found to do it when I'm working with people on the phone, mm-hmm. between one and 52, because I literally will then, I'll shuffle the cards and I'll draw the cards to that number. One and 52. I.e. Right. I'll turn them over. Until I get to the number you choose, ah. Chrissy, so do you have an idea what your space is roughly? Just ask the question. Yeah. What are yeah. you thinking? You're going to tell everyone. Why are we choosing a number first? To, no, well, no, or do I have it I in mean, my own headspace? You don't have to, but yeah. we are doing a show, so it yeah. is. You know, it kind of. I helps. wasn't sure what the order was. Like, is the animal? card coming and then I'm giving no, the question. No, tell us now no. so we know. Take a breath. Okay, take a okay. Breath, and then just ask me, ask Blue Links or ask Creator what for the wisdom that you need and, and frame that however you want. And then give me the number. Oh, my God. So take a breath, both of you. You go. God, okay. I'm bossy. Chris, you go first. Okay, um, so what I want to know, Blue Links and to the creator, is um, will I ach- will I achieve the the whole life happiness from other areas of my life that I'm after? Mm, okay, so the medicine really is guidance on. The energy around, in a holistic sense, with it all working and singing together. Okay. And what's your okay. number? What's your number? And my number what? will be twenty-three. First number. Okay. So I'm just going to start counting that out. So I'll just be quiet for a second. <laughs> this is so different to anything we've ever Lucky done I before. Lucky I didn't say fifty-five. Would be really well. What was it between? And what numbers? One and fifty-six. I think. Oh. What number did you say? I said twenty-three. Okay, you ready? It didn't. So I the just me- the medicine. The medicine that becomes for you today is number thirty-two, which is actually ant medicine. And don't get attached to what you think that you're means. An, you're okay? an ant. No, I'm not an ant. No, you know, no. ant I'm medicine is the medicine actually of patience. The ant. Oh, the ant. <laughs> that so is so it, me. And anybody who knows me, that's why Stacey's eyes just lit up. Then again, ve- I struggle again, with that remember, a lot. The medicine is offering you around what that question was or yes. what that intention in the question was. So if you just – I'll give you a, a very brief synopsis of that. Mm. Basically, patience is um, – and people, which you say you are identifying as being yeah. active and community-minded people. Mm. The ants, um, yeah, they're like dum, dum, yeah. dum, dum, they, dum, If you dum, have ant dum, medicine, dum, they, thanks you for that. they're just walking around patiently. You, you, um, you show trust in the universe. If ants has meandered into your spread today, it's time to show a little trust and patience in some life situation. You may have forgotten that you will always receive that which you need at the time you need it most. If it is not on the horizon or just around the next anthill, you may need to use some strategy. How can you put to your use your power of creation until it arrives, whatever it means to you at this time? Mm-hmm. Ant is working for the good of the whole. Are you? Question mark. If you are, be assured that the whole wants the same goodness for you and that it will be provided. Now, remember, this is a quality or an energy 
that is prevalent at the moment for you that will be for your good. How interesting is, that you said the whole, the word whole two or three times. Mm, mm, and every single morning in the shower, I wrote whole life happiness on the there um, fog. On the, and I've done that for about 18 months. It's funny so that maybe you just... Ant is a totem. Maybe Ant is actually your totem, like Lynx is mine. I mean, there's no good or bad totems. They're all yeah. just, they're just totems, you know. So mm. I would, um, the number is 32, 32 into is five. I would just hold that in your consciousness for the next couple of months 32. around this question because you can go away and kind of formulate that question in a clear <gasps> way. And I would offer to write that question down clearly, like drill down into what you said and get it into a short okay. phrase and okay. just put it up on your wall somewhere. All right. And just refer 32. back to the next you Put it on my bloody pinboard, Shakti. All right, all right, right. all right, Stace. Philip's gonna go off. I know. Okay, okay. That's okay. We're we're doing okay. Yeah, we we are shocked, (laughs) Grace. We are. You can't rush. You can't rush spirit here, man. You know. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, so what I need you need to do yours. Okay, so so... take a breath. Take a breath. Go back to thought. So who am I asking again? The creator. The yeah, blue wings. On the, okay, creator, yeah, what yeah. do you need to tell me? Oh, shush, Philip. That's it. What do you, <laughs> Philip needs to do to shut up? It's duck medicine. <laughs> <laughs> um, creator, what do you have to tell me about what I need to know about finding love? Finding love, okay. <gasps> so a card's actually yeah. dropped out, so I'm not going to tell you what that is, but please give me a... The um, number, 38. But the card dropping out generally does that with my angel card. So just so you know, I've got lots of people talking to me regularly. Yeah. It's interesting. Why 38? Did that just pop into your head? It popped in my head when she said to do yeah. between, when you said to do between whatever and whatever, it just mm. came out. Mm. But it is my year of birth backwards, which I never think of. Oh, yeah. 32. I never say things like finding love. It makes I know me you so never nervous. do. Yeah, you never do. Because I think it makes you feel so vulnerable. That's why it made me smile when yeah, you said it. Because I was like, <laughs> Oh wow, okay. You said it in a funny voice. That's why. Oh yeah. So, so you drew um, a cat, actually, one of the cats. Yeah. Uh, and it's mountain lion. And mountain lion, I know the medicine of mountain lion is leadership. So again, don't get stuck in this moment on the question and don't get stuck in the, this moment on what your mind thinks that means, it, it usually will unfold for you and, you, and you, you'll understand it as it's unfolding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to just base it on the fact that we don't know what your overall totem is, but mountain lion medicine involves lessons on the use of power in leadership. It is the ability to lead without insisting that others follow. It is the understanding that all beings are potential leaders in their own ways. The use and abuse of power in a position of influence are part of this cat's great cat's medicine. By observing the graceful pounce of mountain lion, you will learn how to balance power, intention, physical strength, and grace. This relates in human terms to the balance of the body, mind, and spirit. This giant feline never wastes anything. It only kills what it needs for survival. Um, Just one sec. In assuming... One sec, one sec, one sec. If you are already a leader, the question may be whether or not the time has come to push the cubs out of the cave. If you are aligned with this cat's medicine, you are considered to be a king of the mountain, never allowed to be human or vulnerable. The pitfalls are many, but the rewards are great. In assuming the place of power that mountain lion affords, you must completely be aware of keeping peace. However, however, can, however you can never make everyone happy unless you lie to yourself or others. This is human nature. Therefore, the first responsibility of leadership is to tell the truth. Know it and live it, and your example will filter down to the tiniest cub in the pride. Responsibility is no more than the ability to respond to any situation. Panic is not part of this sacred medicine. Now, take a breath, Stacey. Yep. Because I'm, I'm, I'm I didn't breathe then. No, I know. Yep. He was holding a breath I the whole time. You almost got blue in the yeah. face. The first thing I heard, you know, I hear stuff, was just tell her to take a breath. Remember that what we think in our head the question is or what we think we want the question to tell us is maybe not exactly how it actually, the spirit is moving. 
So maybe there was something else you needed to know of in this moment. Of course there was. That this it, medicine it, gave. My spirits and everybody that, and all the things I do are with, with, when it comes to love is like, nah, not giving you anything. It's going to mm. come as a surprise and mm. we're going to focus mm. on what you need to focus at hand. It's exactly. All, it's exactly. a story of love. And look, to be fair, mm. I've always asked for a bit of an element of surprise with that part of my mm. life. I kind of, it is the one thing I have in my life that I, I don't struggle with trying to control anymore i've yeah. let it go and well, we can't no we can't exactly <laughs> exactly so I've, I've let that go because basically i didn't have a choice you <laughs> know what, my piece, but the leadership thing is really interesting because, yeah, yeah that's I big think, based on what you've told us and obviously as it comes to light this recording everything will have changed for you guys mm. is, is i think that that my sense is actually that 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 message is much more prevalent or appropriate. Yeah. But for me, love, it is the letting go stuff is maybe huge. Spirit wants you to simply focus on your leadership skills and all of that. And love, like for me at the moment, I keep I talk to like the Pleiadians and stuff like that, star beings. They're like, yeah, love. There, the frequency of your lover knows that you exist. But right now you have many other more important things to be focused on. That's exactly what I felt. As soon as you said that word, I went, okay, Mm. but you've worked really hard and you've got your own life Mm. here and you've got some things to kind of get going. It's funny because we've had an interesting chat today and we're building Mm. a team and we're doing Mm. all kinds of big things and it's going to be a very, very big year for us and and for, you know, us individually. And I think Mm. um, one of the interesting things was is about for a long time I've kind of, you know, driven a lot of the things that we do and we're going Mm. to have a lot more people that have been working with us. But it's when Shakti said that letting the go, letting go of things well, that I, I was like, well, not like, of everything. Wasn't there something in there, Shakti, that you mentioned? You know, if you are the I, leader, not having to have that all the time. Well, and also too knowing that if you need to allow other people to be in their own role yeah. in their own space to allow that to happen. You know what yeah. I also picked um, up I though? Think, you know I what I, I also picked pages. up, but I, what I took from it and what I yeah. picked up was also don't feel like you have to completely back down because there's all these people now. Like it doesn't mean mm. that it that your leadership has to go. I think that's no, but it's, you know, no, but it's leadership with responsibility, yeah. but yeah. conscious responsibility. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I kind of looked at it as being way. one or the other. Like it's yeah, like the second we get the second we get a radio show and we're on air, I, I let go of all of that driver and all that stuff. Whereas mm. I actually don't need to do that. Like we can make our own rules because in radio land and in TV land, you've got people that are on front of the camera, in front of the mic, and then you've got people that produce or or run the shows. Yeah. And, and what we're trying to do is build a, a show advice. differently, but yeah. I have I've still got those roles stuck in my head mm. that it has to be one or the other. What I kind of got from that was that it doesn't like you can. Well, that's still... what well, it says here. The first responsibility of leadership is to tell the truth, know it, and live it, and your yeah. example will filter down to the tiniest cup in the fried. I think that's for me. For me I got that too. Mm. I got it's that. It's the too. gold. It's that's the nugget. And again, you know. The way I understand the workings of spirit, if we want to attribute the external world to a force greater than us, mm. is that, you know, right now I'm going through some stuff and I have no idea in the next seven days what's going to happen or even 10 days. And, and at right this minute, I am completely having to be in surrender. And it's so hard because my ego, my mind wants to control it. But if I step into a space of open-hearted surrender, then it will all happen the way that it is for my highest and best mm-hmm. good. And it's a really difficult place for all of us to be yeah. because it's yeah. uncomfortable yeah. because we want to figure it out, we want to yeah. control it, and we want to know. And we can't because that's not what we came into this human form to do. Mm-hmm. We came to grow, not to not to control, you know. And so trust spirit is working through you mm-hmm. and this is why I'm on the call or well, whatever. Mm, Have cool. that place of trust around Interesting it Interesting you know? timing, Shakti Grace. Yeah. But that was truly amazing. And you, oh, it's particularly you. your insights to, you know, the other bits and pieces yeah. that we speak we spoke of. Um, mm. It's really good to hear, your, you know, your take on everything. So we thank you so much yeah, for joining us. Oh, it's, been, it's been really great. Oh, it's such an honour. Like, you know, like oh, I'm getting a bit emotional. I'm really honoured, ladies or sisters, to be, you know, to be able to be given a, a voice on your on your show. And, you know, I just, I honour your, your both stepping up and your stepping into what you feel is your purpose. And I honour the journey for you. And, you know, if you stay in that space of trust and love with an open heart, only beautiful, magical things will happen. That'll yeah. be for the for the greatness of all of these women that are listening to We're you. So got little, We've voice. got little goosebumps, We're Shakti. So, our so hair standing on end. I feel on, very on lucky. Our, on our arms. That means, so. that means spirit is confirming that for you. Yeah, the we, timing um, is, is very... We're very grateful. Very cool. We're yeah, feeling so, we've got so lots of gratitude. So yeah. Thank yeah. you. 
so much for, for having me on and, and for supporting whatever voice I have. Yeah, and we will put all the you know the info of your website and everything on our Facebook page also, um, and you can find that at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls. Uh, and if you do want to listen to any of the other um, episodes, Shakti mentioned that she'd le- listen to the Lisa Messenger episode, mm-hmm. uh, who is the editor and an entrepreneur um, of the collective and, and among many other things, and a lot of other women that we've got over the last couple of years. Head to iTunes or omniapp.com forward slash shows forward slash thinkergirl the podcast. Um, but until next week, Shakti Grace, it's been lovely to chat. It's been real. It's been real, sisters. Take it easy. A whole Mataki Arson. A whole Mataki. How do you say the last one? <laughs> a whole Mataki Arson. Okay, one, two, three. You're going to do it soon, sis? A whole Mataki Arson. I was just going to say namaste. Different language. Same meaning. Same meaning. Okay. Bye, Shakti. Take it easy. Bye. Next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast, we do a summer session. So we just wanted to jump on board quickly at the end of this show and say Happy New Year, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty exciting time of the year. Um, and also it's one that I suppose where you kind of look back and go, cool, what's happened and where, and then where are we aiming towards? And I guess that's what we're going to do next week, right? You, things kick off with you and your summer session, Stace? Yeah, so I'll be saying, uh, I'll be just choosing some of my favourite bits of the year. Um, I know it's annoying sometimes you're like, oh, God, it's like summer programming. The cricket's on and none of your shows that you love. <laughs> but I promise you uh, we'll make them the juiciest gems. I'm sure it's, you know you may have missed some episodes. I know there's a few of you that don't, so we appreciate that. But it'll just be nice to reminisce over some of the big lol moments that we had. Um, and mine is next week and, young mate, you'll, you'll kick off the week after. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be exciting and we'll chat to you then, I guess. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Psst. Hey, you. You're looking for some more? Well, clearly they're sticking around <laughs> for something. Well, we've got, what do we got, Christy? What do we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Thinker Girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast we've got. <laughs> what else have we got? Cool the girl cool. stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the finger girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.